Is the UK once again the economic sick man? April the 23rd, 2009. Is the UK once again the economic sick man? Or is it, as Alastair Darling, Chancellor of the Exchequer, argued in his budget speech on Wednesday, just one of a number of hard-hit, high-income countries? The answers to these questions are yes and yes. The explanation for this ambiguity is that the fiscal deterioration is truly extraordinary, but the economic collapse, so far, is not. Let us start with the economy. According to the International Monetary Fund's latest World Economic Outlook, the UK economy will contract by 4.1% this year, followed by a further contraction of 0.4% next year. This, it should be stressed, is already far worse than the 3.5% contraction in 2009 and 1.25% expansion in 2010 forecast by the Treasury. The IMF puts forward the following forecasts for other big economies. Minus 3.8% in 2009 and zero in 2010 for all advanced countries. Minus 2.8% and zero for the US. Minus 4.2% and minus 0.4% for the Eurozone, minus 5.6% and minus 1% for Germany, and minus 6.2% and 0.5% for Japan. Thus, the UK's forecast performance is close to the average for all advanced countries and better than for Germany and Japan. The striking feature, indeed, is that the worst-hit economies are not those of profligate, high-spending countries such as the UK and US, but of prudent, high-saving countries such as Germany and Japan. People in the latter tend to see this as unfair because it is undeserved. Well, life is unfair. The serious answer is that the economic and financial health of sellers and creditors cannot be divorced from that of buyers and debtors. If customers are bankrupt, suppliers are likely to be in the same predicament. This is why Japan has suffered a collapse in manufacturing output comparable to that of the U.S. during the Great Depression, a fall of 37% since the start of 2008. Now turn to the fiscal position. The IMF forecasts the U.K. general government deficit at 9.8% of GDP in 2009 and 10.9% next year. In the UK budget, the Treasury forecasts the general government deficit at 12% of GDP or over in 2009-10 and 2010-11. This suggests that the IMF forecasts are much too optimistic. Whether it is equally over-optimistic about other countries' fiscal positions, I do not know. In any case, the IMF forecast deficit for the UK for next year is the highest in the group of seven leading high-income countries. Only Japan on 9.8% and the US on 9.7% come close. Meanwhile, Germany's deficit next year is forecast at only 6.1% of GDP. Moreover, the 8.3 percentage point deterioration in the UK deficit between 2007 and 2010 is also the highest in the G7, with only Japan, a 7.3 percentage points deterioration, and the US, a 6.8 percentage points deterioration, coming close. Not surprisingly, the UK is also forecast 
to have a relatively large deterioration in its net public debt, with a rise of 29 percentage points between 2007 and 2010 from 38 to 67 percent of GDP. This time Japan, with a deterioration of 34 percentage points, is ahead, and the US with 27 percentage points just behind. But Germany's rise is only 16 percentage points. Moreover, the UK's net debt is forecast to continue to rise thereafter. It could well hit 100% of GDP. Why has the fiscal deterioration been so severe in the UK when the economic deterioration has not been? The obvious answer is that the sectors of the UK economy that have collapsed, housing and finance, are particularly revenue-intensive. As a result, the ratio of current receipts to GDP is expected to shrink from 38.6% in 2007-08 to 35.1% in 2009-10, a fall of 3.5 percentage points. A deeper answer is that it's the countries where the debt-fueled spending of the private sector was highest that we've seen the largest swings in the balance between private income and spending. The shift in this balance in the UK's private sector between 2007 and 2010 is forecast implicitly by the IMF at 9.6% of GDP, from minus 0.2% to plus 9.4%. The swing in Germany, in contrast, is just 0.6 percentage points. When the private sector shrinks its spending relative to incomes, either the current account or the fiscal balance must shift in equal and opposite directions. The current account deficit always changes relatively slowly. It is hard, after all, to change the economy structure quickly, so it has been the fiscal position that has deteriorated massively. Thus, in the crisis-hit countries themselves, the consequences of the private sector cutback has been the fiscal deterioration. In the export-oriented countries, the result has been a massive contraction in exports and output. The huge fiscal deteriorations in the UK and US and the huge declines in manufactured output and exports in Germany and Japan are simply two sides of one coin. So where does this leave us? The answer is that the next leg in the crisis for both sides will come when or if the huge fiscal deficits themselves become unsustainable. This is the great economic peril that lies ahead and not just for the UK.